right, ladies and gentlemen, this is another podcast. This is going to be kind of a anomaly for most part. Um, I'm not really expecting to get this many done in one week, but I have a little open period where I got to come home a little bit early. So I'm going to make a few extra episodes and see if we can uh, get things moving along here, try to get a decent flow of uh, recordings out. That way I kind of can see what everybody's take is on different episodes and stuff. So far, the uh, deep dive discography, the discography deep dive, either way you want to say it, has been a hit between the people that I've talked to. They've been really digging me going into other albums and stuff and exploring how each song relates to each other, the layering, the tempo, the tone of the songs, and the meaning behind them and everything. And the discussion-based ones have been also really good. It's been kind of an interesting flow to see how people appreciate each one. And yeah, so we are moving on to another discussion-based one. I am planning on doing another discography deep dive, deep dive discography on an artist that is not well-known at all. But he has huge news coming up, I believe, tomorrow, which tomorrow at this current point is Saturday. And that will be Saturday. I don't know what day it is. I think it's June 2nd. Today, Friday, June 2nd. So Saturday, tomorrow will be June 3rd. And that's when he will have a big announcement about his career, which I know a little bit of internal details because um, I may or may not be in a special program that he offers that will tell me certain things ahead of time and has certain benefits which I will talk about later on whenever I do get to his discography deep dive which will include not just his albums because he only has two albums at the current moment brand new of course he has or not necessarily brand new he has two albums that are full albums he has a few singles out and an EP so I'll be covering all that because it's just such a short discography and yeah so a uh, little housekeeping things, I guess. Um, like I said, don't expect these episodes to come out quite as frequently as I'm getting them out right now. Right now, I have a little bit of a grace period. Um, actually, got home a few minutes ago. This dog's out. I think they're pretty rowdy right now. Fun fact, I own two dash hounds, which are a.k.a. wiener dogs, a.k.a. little demons. <laughs> But cute little demons, and they are very rowdy, so if you hear them barking or anything, I apologize. I try to do it in a room far away from them. However, their voices carry throughout this house because very thin walls, which is a definite for the podcast, but it's good for other reasons. If someone tried to break into the house, everybody in the house could hear it, and we'd be ready to toss hands, man. But, uh, yeah, so essentially I got my high C tropical punch juice box ready like an absolute gangster along with a water to get this podcast on the road so today i'm going to explore another topic that is not i don't know if it's necessarily debated that heavenly so one thing that i will make sure to explain as we get on to this topic is my opinion is really not necessarily i have one on this topic I I believe, well, let's just go ahead and introduce the topic. I think that would be the first thing, right? Okay, so my topic today is Southern Rock considered country music or not? Obviously, it's in the rock genre, right? But it's also got those Southern qualities in the uh, 
the writing of the songs, like you had the themes that we kind of talked about last episode, which is, you know, love, heartbreak, and then like southern roots and stuff. So that kind of brings up the question, is southern rock country music? Or is it Southern Rock? Or is there an in-between? And then we get to all kinds of gray areas like bluegrass rock. You got, um, you got uh, folk rock and you got folk music. It gets kind of confusing. That's kind of what I want to explore today. Um, it's not necessarily something that's going to have a necessary answer to it, right? It may be one of those things where it's just like, I don't know what to really tell you here, man. It's, it is or it isn't. And there's no in-between. So I'm going to go ahead and just keep on going with this, rolling with it. So first thing I think of when I think of Southern Rock, man, first thing I think of is, hey, I think of Leonard Skinner, right? Leonard Skinner, baby. Sweet Home Alabama, Freebird, Give Me Three Steps, you know, the whole the whole shebang, Curtis Lowe. There's so many great songs. I do enjoy Southern Rock a lot. Um, I remember as a kid, my dad used to own a Suburban. And this Suburban was like the family vehicle where we would do most of our like event stuff. So my uncle used to drive a late model at a local uh, dirt track, right? So I grew up around racing, hence my love of NASCAR and racing in general. And... The whole ordeal about it is, right, southern rock music was one thing that my dad absolutely loved. So anytime we would be in the Suburban, it had a CD player, but it's not one of those CD players that's like your norm CD player. It was one of the ones that could have multiple CDs at one time. And I could always remember as a kid, so the first one that would come on was Johnny Cash. It would be like the Johnny Cash like greatest hits you would hear. Ring of Fire, you'd hear uh, Sunday Morning Coming Down. You'd hear all the good ones, right? You'd hear the absolute classics, the ones that everybody knows. And I remember as a kid, like Ring of Fire would come on, and I'd be like, and I would, you know, I would just be having a fun time knowing what the lyrics were at the point. But I remembered it growing up because, hey, that was the song that I remember, and I couldn't even tell you that was country music at the time. I couldn't even tell you it was Johnny Cash, because I was little. I was just kind of rocking and rolling, and I can't say till the point of when I got to my grandpa and learning what country music is and learning about George Jones and all the, the classics, Johnny, Willie, Merle, you know, the I guess the trinity, the trinity of the uh, outlaw country music. You got Merle, you got Johnny, and then you got Willie Nelson. And then you're like, oh, what about Waylon Jennings? So is it more like a quadrilateral, or are we, are we talking square, rectangle, trapezoids, hexagons? You know, it's always up to debate, especially that Mount Rushmore of country music when it comes to the, that era. And that would be another fun podcast to explore. I, I actually may consider doing that one day and see how highly debated that we can make that. So I would love to hear everybody's opinion on that. But that is another time, right? So Johnny Cash, first CD. Second would be like ACDC, right? Um, the – I forgot what particular album it was, but – it was one of the classic ones, and it wasn't necessarily like the uh, greatest hits of ACDC. It was a specific album, right? It may have been Hell's Bells, the one that has Hell's Bells on it. I'm not really 
that up to date with my rock albums because I do listen to a lot of uh, albums and stuff. But there's one thing that's really tough about listening to rock albums. Like, for instance, I tried to go through Metallica's albums one year, and I was like, man, there's so many. And then those one time I did Journeys, and my gosh, man, you wouldn't believe the amount of music that Journeys put out throughout the years, including all the live albums and stuff, which that, live albums are really fun. There's a lot of different rhythms and patterns and stuff to the music when you do the live albums. But the third one in that set would be the Leonard Skinner special. That would be, you know... Give me three steps, Curtis Lowe, everything, right? So that brought up a really good question in my mind as I'm sitting there cutting fruit today. I know, right? Sometimes you just have the most thought-provoking things when you're doing absolute dull things in life. But I'm sitting there like, I wonder how country music and southern rock were that – so essentially – Think of a Venn diagram. You remember those back in uh, school? You had the three circles. You got, of course, I got my piece of paper and pen, and you probably can hear it as I draw. A Venn diagram, you draw two circles, and you have the intersection in the middle, right? So the intersection is stuff that's in common, and then you have rock, which would be southern rock, and then just country music or traditional country music, right? So this also brings up an interesting point is the neo-traditional that I've been talking about, right? Your Cody Jinxes, your Ward Davises, you know, your Casper McWades, insert Zach Bryan, you know, your new traditional. A lot of them have been exploring a little bit of that gray area, which I wouldn't say it's necessarily gray, but that middle area, the common ground of rock and traditional country music. And they, and from that has blossomed neo-traditional, right? So it's new traditional country music, but it's like country music with traditional sounds with a little bit of a twist to it, you know what I'm saying? So I don't know. It's kind of interesting, right? So Southern Rock, right? Obviously, you have your your rock instrument. When I think of like rock, I think of like shredding, you know, like shredding of the guitar, going ham, playing those awesome chords like "Through the Fire and the Flames" by Dragon Force. Great workout song, really long, so it's really good for cardio. Little fun fact, um, I would recommend that, especially if you're in like that point of like you're like, oh, I'm so ready to give up. Through the Fire and the Flames. Hit that, man, you're going to be pumping that run as quick as you can. But that's one thing that I would say about rock is, like, its own instrumental, right? It has its own sound. And traditional country music also has that individual sound, like your steel guitar. That's one thing I think of when I think of country music that holds it to itself. And southern rock music, that steel guitar, you don't really hear it that much, right? You, It's there sometimes, but it's not one of those things where it's like it sticks out. But when it's in a song of country music, it absolutely does stick out because it's one of the principal instrumentals. It's one of the ones that has like its own solo sometimes. So the Venn diagram here, so we got the instrumental differences. You got steel guitar versus, you know, hard rock shredding. Neo-traditional also has that shredding. So 
I guess you could consider this like a Venn diagram that has three circles, but I'm only doing two for the instance. But like if you do neo-traditional, it gets really interesting, right? So, and I'm not saying neo-traditional is not country because that is the most country that we have right now. I'm just saying like there is a difference between neo-traditional and traditional music. And I mean, that doesn't really need to be explained. Like you listen to Hank Sr. and you listen to neo-traditional, there is a difference. I hope you know. If they're now when it comes to like the philosophical themes and values, maybe not. But like when it comes to actual rhythm and style and voice and tone and stuff, there yeah, there's a little bit of a difference. Just just a tiny bit. Um but the southern rock, right, you have your themes, which are the same themes I would say that are in traditional country music. The three pillars, right? That is Love, heartbreak, and da 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 da, southern roots slash patriotism. So, you know, give me three steps. That's kind of like southern roots, like, I am going, I'm ready to fight. <laughs> I'm ready to rumble. I'm ready to get down in the bar, right, over this lady. Heartbreak slash love slash, like, southern roots, like being tough and strong, right? You have that southern roots, um, patriotism. So, like, Freebird, for instance, being like that individual, you know, being flying around. Sweet Home Alabama, I mean, that's like, dude, what? talk about more southern roots. And then you get to, like, an area where, like, Kid Rock, right, he would be considered, like, southern rock. So would Kid Rock be considered country music? And then you'd have, like, that debate. And I would say Kid Rock is – I can't really – say yes or no to that because I feel like that is a thing where you look at his individual albums and I would say like, you know, for instance, an album like the one that's all summer long, right? I would say, hey, that that's a country, like, not necessarily a country song, but a southern rock song that sounds kind of country. it got a little upbeat. It's got that roots and stuff. But then you got also like cowboy and stuff like that that's more just like its own thing. It also has a little bit of, like, techno a little bit in it. Not necessarily, like, the genre techno, but, like, you know, like, the the style of it when it starts. Kind of interesting, more or less. So, I would say that this is a topic that I can't really necessarily say yes, no, maybe to. This is something that you have to draw your own opinion on. But I will give you the best opinion that I have, and I would say, yes, Southern Rock is a type of country music. Would I say it's traditional country music? Absolutely not. However, would I say it is a type of country music? Yes, I will. And I would say it's a lot more closer to traditional country music than I would say it is to the newer country music, not neo-traditional, but pop country or what some people consider bro country, which, God, excuse me, just threw up my mouth a little bit. No, I, you know what I'm saying. It's, it's just a different style. Like pop country is more or less my uh, what I would call it. And I have a shirt that I got, man, three or four years ago. It's a 3X, so I've lost a lot of weight. I used to be a, a, a chonky boy. I used to be pretty big. Now I am I am less chonky. I've still got my, my figure, you know what I'm saying, like my, my dad figure here, but... It's not nearly as bad as it was two years down the road. Um, 
basically went from 290 to 210, 215, something like that. And that shirt's really big on me, but I still wear it every once in a while, even though it looks like a dress, but it says pop country is noise pollution on it and it's one of my favorite shirts i wish i could shrink it down where it doesn't look like a dress on me man but that's how i honestly view pop country and you also were like you know pop country is its own thing and i would say that is like essentially the one country that we need to get away from garbage tell like hey i don't want to be a part of this boom this is it, right? This is what I don't want to be a part of. This is this is it. And pop country is that. So Southern Rock, I would consider it more country than that. I would also consider it very close to neo-traditional. So I would say Southern Rock is closer to traditional country music than most other genres. This also has a counterpoint of Southern Rock has a intersect right it has a genre inside itself called folk rock or just folk music so everybody knows like folk and bluegrass right there's a folk rock right and that's like poor man poison which is one of my favorite bands man because a lot of their themes and stuff in their songs man it they're just song might be like Let's go, gets pumped up, we're excited, looks like we can jump through walls. I'm talking like Macho Man, I'm talking Eddie Guerrero, Frog Splash, one, two, three, you know what I'm talking about, man, if you know, you follow wrestling. But that is what it will make you feel like. Then the second song will be like Heartbreak, man, like I'm sad, I'm fighting these demons inside me, I can't beat them, man, I'm down, I'm out for the count. And you're like, whoa, the, the vision there, the, the change, what just happened? And that's kind of like what I like when it comes to traditional country music or neo-traditional is that swap, that album change, right? And that, I would say, Southern Rock is close to traditional country music but i also would say folk is a little bit closer to those traditional roots so my opinion on this i guess referendum referendum this conniption this conflict if it is really a conflict if it more or less just the question right is southern rock music country music if it's phrased like that, is southern rock music country music? I would say yes, it is. If it was phrased, is southern rock traditional country music? I would say that's a little bit more of a gray area, and I would lean more towards no, because you don't have a lot of the elements. You have the themes, which I would say yes, those are the main pillars, but when you come to like instrumentals and stuff like that, like you're – Steel guitar, your rhythm, your bass guitar, you know, your beat and everything. I would say that gets kind of lost, right? So, anyways, yeah, that's kind of my opinion on this matter. It's not really that big of an episode necessarily. This is just kind of something I thought of, and I thought it would be kind of interesting to pull out and think about. But my main thing with this is I would like to know your opinion on this. I would like to know what you think is southern rock more close to country music than other things is southern rock not country music it's just rock because i would say there's probably people out there that would say 
traditional country music is the only country music. Johnny Cass, Waylon Jennings, Merle Haggard, you know, that's the only true country music. They wouldn't even consider listening to, you know, these people that I've suggested. Ward, Cody, Casper, Zach Bryan, uh, Aaron Watson, people like that. But also on the other side of the coin, you have people that would say, like, Pop country is also country music, and they'd be like, this is the reason why, and you're also sitting, and I'd be like, I don't know about that one, Chief, you kind of lost me, but I would like to know your guys' opinion, so I will ask either A, you email me, I have the email always in the description of the podcast, which is kind of weird because most podcasts do not leave the email open like that for business inquiries and stuff like that, they rather have that private, and if someone reaches out, you can be like, okay, you can come talk to me or whatever. But I honestly want to know your guys' opinion. So I would ask that you would write. And I'll eventually have a website up, which is my next project, is work on a website and get some stuff going in regards to that and learn how to not necessarily repeat the podcast, but take elements of the podcast and write them down as story elements to go along with it and like have a new site and keep up with dates of artists that I really like and concerts and stuff like that. be pretty cool. So that's my next avenue I would really like to start working on. But I'm trying to make sure that we have a baseline here of getting the podcast on the ground before I hit the ground running with that, right? So there's that point, right? But hit me up on the email, which is of the steel guitar 37 at outlook.com. If you need to find it, it's in the description of every single podcast. The Instagram is of the Still Guitar Pod, and I believe the Twitter is the same thing, the Tweety Bird. So you guys can follow me on either one, and you could DM me and just kind of let me know what you guys are thinking and what's your opinion on this. Is Southern Rock, is it not? And yeah, because honestly, I would like to open the door not just to people in regards to interviews of just like the people that I really like, like your neo-traditional Cody, Ward, Aaron, Casper, all these names that are, you know, I would say the more well-known than others. But on the other hand, I would like to open up to like regional bands and stuff, and there's a lot of southern rock bands that I really dig that I've listened to that I would like to have maybe as a guest on the podcast so I'm going to open that door up for them for sure, and I'm not just going to say, hey, if you're not like Waylon, I don't want you. I want to – because I would say most southern rock bands are influenced from either southern rock bands or country music or a combination of the two, which I would about bet the combination of the two would be the, uh, the norm, right? The That's probably what's going on here. So let me know your opinion. Um, a lot of you are my friends that listen to this podcast, IRL, so – you can just, you know, hit me up on the usual or whatever, whatever we talk with. But I would say that I'm kind of curious to hear your guys' opinion, and I would really like to get a little bit of feedback on it and kind of see where we're going to go from there. But that is the pod for today. Pod day, let's see, quattro? No, cinco, man. We made it to episode five. Man. That's awesome. I uh, 
it's kind of a weird thing because I, I really enjoy like gaming and stuff. It's one of my true hobbies and actually enjoy. But making content on that kind of stuff is really difficult. Like editing it down and everything. It's really fun. It's one of my favorite things to do. But don't have the passion of it like I have for music. And this is something that I really enjoy doing and I really like talking about. And I really actually look forward to doing. Like I don't necessarily... Once I get done with everything when it comes to editing a video and adding funny content and stuff to my videos on YouTube for my gaming channel or whatever, I really have a fun time with that. But it's not one of the things where, I, oh man, I gotta sit down and edit. But like once it's done, it's great. And I'm sure like artists kind of can relate to that. Like they enjoy the recording process. I'm sure at certain points, but other points they're like, man, I'm just so ready for this to be over. And then when it's over, they're like, man, I kind of miss it. It's kind of the same thing with gaming, but when it comes down to like sitting down and recording this podcast, I actually look forward to it. I have fun with it, I enjoy it, and I wouldn't trade it for the world, or two worlds. Maybe three worlds, depending on how the third world looks, you know, if it's kind of cold like Pluto. No thanks. Anyways, guys, I appreciate you listening to the rambling and the question. I look forward to hearing the feedback and trying to figure out what you guys think. What's your opinion on the matter? So, All right. Well, I'm going to head out of here. Uh, episode 5 in the books. Can't wait. Ten's going to be here before you know it, guys. And I will look forward to talking to you guys later. Stay cool. Stay awesome. And keep country music alive, baby. See you guys later. Peace out.